0: Thank you.
1: whiskey flick our new show all about you guessed it whiskey and flicks i'm your host terrence dunn and i'm excited to get this party started talking about some of our favorite movies music and more with good friends and tasty beverages along the way i'm also excited to be joined on this adventure by my co-host mr matt graham matt welcome to whiskey flick the uh, first episode zero how you feeling what's new
0: I'm feeling good, man. Um, I'm excited that it's Whiskey Flick. I was a little hesitant when I originally read the title. I thought it was Whiskey Dick um, because I've never had good experiences with uh, the latter. So excited that we're going to be doing Whiskey
1: Flick and talking about movies and uh, whiskey, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. This is definitely going to be a better experience than Whiskey Dick for sure. Um, So let's talk a little bit about it, right? Because obviously with this being episode zero, what exactly is Whiskey Flick, right? So have you ever gone to the bar after checking out a movie with friends? Uh, That's pretty much what this show is going to be. We'll have a few drinks and a few laughs while we break down the best parts of our favorite movies, music, and whatever else is on our minds that week. Now, we want to make sure we're completely crystal clear here. I make no bones about it. These are movies that we love. Don't expect a lot of harsh criticism here. This is definitely a Homer podcast when it comes to these kinds of movies. What you can expect here is lively conversation, debates, games, and interesting stories about all of these awesome movies, uh, many of which that we grew up with and all of which that we love. Matt, is there anything else that you're really thinking of when it comes to this pod and what we hope to do with it? Yeah, I think
0: or at least my favorite part about movies um and, and it's not even so much as watching them it's like talking about movies like you know when you have that movie that you love that someone doesn't like and you're like it's it's almost it gets to the heated level of politics at times you're like how do you not think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. What do you mean? What are you talking about? And it gets crazy. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of what I see this podcast uh, servicing, that that conversation about movies um, and uh, where we can, you know, know, we'll get into the specifics of what we've chosen and all that stuff down the road. But yeah, we're going to watch movies. We're going to talk about movies. You guys are going to, um, we'll be very interactive on social, so you guys will be able to comment back at us, clap back at us, let us know what you love, what you hate, what you wish we had more of, and uh, yeah just uh, talking about movies man it's the best
1: absolutely i agree man it's always fun talking about movies and i can't wait to your point getting interactive with folks right that'll be a really great opportunity and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well so before we d- dive head first into the details right on some of our favorite movies um the main purpose of today's episode was to spend some time giving you a chance to get to know the show right uh what we're all about as hosts uh, and kind of understand what you're signing up for when it comes to listening into whiskey flick. So first we figured we'd start with uh, us as people, right? So uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Why don't you go ahead and give us the short version of your biopic, right? Keep it on the movie theme. Uh, So tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, Yeah. White baby boy is born in Redlands, California with heart problems, has heart surgery, three heart surgeries before age 12, has no problems since then, knock on wood, goes to college, does not finish college, likes drinking, is married, has kids. Uh, Yeah, that's the abridged, much, much abridged version of I don't like drinking with my kids. I like drinking and comma. I also have a (laughs) white picture.
1: I feel like that's an important caveat. You're not like hanging out like the kids will not be appearing as part of Whiskey Flick. Uh,
0: They'll try. Um, My doors are only so strong and my daughter is only so curious. But uh, for the most part, no, we'll we'll try to keep uh, them separate from Whiskey Flick.
1: Well, for myself, I'm Terrence Dunn, uh, born in Orange County, California. Uh, I'm currently still on the right side of 40. I'm obsessed with movies all kinds of movies we'll talk more about that in a little bit did go to college uh, out in the inland Empire uh, UCR go Highlanders uh, with a degree in film so uh, super excited to, to get into to all of that and to uh, to dive into more of those details I am not married I do not have kids so we are uh, opposites in that way of course uh, but that'll make for uh, some 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 altering perspectives maybe even on some of these movies
0: yeah we're gonna cover all of the white demographics <laughs> uh, the non-white <laughs> demographics will have to we'll have to cover with guest hosts which we have throughout the the show's lifespan but yeah sounds like we're gonna have all angles from the white perspective (laughs) indeed
1: indeed it it definitely is a very there is a certain viewpoint here and to matt's point we hope to to uh bring in different guests along the way to try to help with uh I don't know, giving us different perspectives, right? Because that's one of the best parts about movies is movies can give you different perspectives. And so it's nice to hear about people's different perspectives on movies. Uh, Now we get into some of the fun stuff. Any unique talents, skills, or abilities that you have that you'd want to share with the audience?
0: Oh man, Um, I can play the trumpet. I'm not, you know what I I was realizing, like most of the things I enjoy doing, I'm not great at. I'm not great at video games, not great at golf, uh, subpar love maker. Um, What else, what else? (laughs) Just, yeah uh most of the things I that out doing, the universe. i'm not great at so like <laughs> unique abilities like I, i'm trying to think of things that i am good at i don't have a I'm, I'm good at growing a beard but i don't know that i'm better than you so i could even call that especially unique ability so
1: i guess since uh, podcasting is is an audio medium we should point out that we are both bearded we didn't cover that in the demographics breakdown um that we are both bearded individuals though i think the the, uh, the, the photos and, and images of us will probably take care of that for us. So, well, as far as myself, uh, we, we kind of have like the musical thing going on. We've joked before about to- uh, starting a ska band. Um, so I've, I've been a drummer for the better part of two plus decades. That's probably my most... Uh, unique. Well, I don't know if it's unique. My best ability, I guess, would be that. Uh, I also have somehow convinced the world that I'm pretty good at writing since I do communications for a living. So I guess I must be good at writing and talking uh, in order for uh, for someone to be willing to pay me to do that. So I'll, I'll call that as my number two. All right, let's hit a couple of fast facts, Matt, before we get into the weeds with uh, the, the core content of this podcast. Uh, so first of all, we'll start with your favorite food. Ooh,
0: you know what? I'm boring. I like a lot of foods. If anybody has seen me in real life, they can they can attest that I I'm definitely not a man who misses meals. Uh, I'm not a picky eater by any stretch of imagination, but like, give me a good pasta. Like, pasta is just a great. It's, it's just, it's, it's a classic. Um, I love pasta. Okay. I love lamp.
1: Any, any, sauce of choice?
0: You know what? I, I'm, I'm partial to Alfredo sauce, but I can, I can marinara Alfredo, a pesto sauce. I am the sauce. <laughs> uh, I'll do it all.
1: I like it. And also, by the way, I like that that's now the second Anchorman reference that has appeared already in this. Uh, despite Anchorman, I don't even think being on our list at this point.
0: No, uh, we, <laughs> uh, we can just, we'll, we'll, add, we'll, I know somebody who knows somebody who can make some adjustments to that list, and I think we can mm-hmm. get Anchorman on. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every
1: time. That doesn't make sense. Uh, for myself, I'm going to go with, uh, mm, I'm going to go with sushi. I don't know. I just really like sushi. I love sushi, too. I It's so good. Sushi, I have I have a bad relationship with sushi, though.
0: Like, okay. it's so not cost effective that, like, when I find a, a good all-you-can-eat spot, I'm like, I'm going to go do all you can eat. And then I yep. eat all the sushi I can eat. And then yes. engorge yourself to the point where, you're like, you don't want to eat sushi for another six months. Oh, 100%. It's like... It's not like a daily, no. I wish that I had the, the rich person's relationship with sushi where it's like, go <laughs> get two seventy $75 rolls. They're delicious. They're flavorful. They're light. And you can have it again three more times that week. I'm like, no, I am getting my free beer. My free green tea ice cream and 17 rolls that I'm going to smash down by myself. That's,
1: that's it. <laughs> I like, well, I think that might be why it's my favorite food is because it's almost like a treat. It's not something I do every day. Like if you judged it based on what I eat most often, my favorite food is tacos for sure. But sushi, you know, I'm trying to class up the joint.
0: I got you, I got you. You got to bring me up. I appreciate there it. There
1: we go. Uh, your favorite place.
0: You know, I was reading this question. I like a lot of places. I think the favorite place I've, not my favorite place to be, but my favorite place I've ever been was Alaska. Um, I remember seeing a glacier in person and thinking like, oh my gosh, I hope that these don't melt. Um, Fast forward 30 years, it's not going well. I don't even think the glacier is like 40% of what it used to be. Not to bring down the pot, but (laughs) um, yeah, Alaska. It was beautiful. It was serene.
1: Awesome sight to see. I actually think my favorite place is Los Angeles. It's always kind of been home to me. And there's something um, weirdly comforting about, I don't know, being in Southern California and being in the Los Angeles area. Like no matter where I go, I always find my way back here.
0: You love LA. I do. I love it.
1: And that's a great transition to our next one. Favorite sports and or teams.
0: Uh, Anything that's not Los Angeles. related. No, uh, I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan. So if I have to rank, so I I watch the three I don't say major sports, but I go football, baseball, basketball. Kind of flip flop in importance based on time of year. I follow basketball more just because it's a little easier to keep up with the news. Uh, There's a little less of it. There's still a lot of it. (laughs) And then uh, I watch golf too. Um, I enjoy golf. It's very relaxing to me. But so for football eagles philadelphia eagles fly eagles fly uh current holders of the seventh seed in the afc nfc which is just good enough for that third wild card spot um and then uh basketball is the boston celtics who are hot garbage right now uh, not even in the playoffs in the east which is not a strong region. it's not good and then I am a Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim fan. I'm going to say the California Angels because I liked them better when they were the California Angels. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I like the Angels. Uh, I, <laughs> making some moves this offseason to get pitching, which is nice because they have two. They've been wasting two generational talent that are part of the decade. So
1: I, uh, I was wondering. I was wondering how you were going to name off the Angels, considering that you led with no Los Angeles teams, and technically the Angels do have that Los Angeles moniker uh, in front of them, but we all know they're not the los angeles, angeles. california yeah. angels anaheim angels uh, they're the about angels they're about 20 miles outside
0: of los angeles county yes limits, <laughs> let alone which the is city a of. very big county <laughs> it's a very like los angeles county is large it yes. is definitely Huge. in the heart of orange county
1: 100 100 yeah no we're there there's no there's no arguing there um well i have uh um, i uh my, my ranking's a little bit different than yours. I got to start with baseball. is my number one. Uh, football is a very close number two. Um, I would actually put hockey in at number three. I'm not a huge basketball fan. I don't really follow it very much. Um, I'm with you, though, on watching golf. Golf is one of those good, like, um, I don't know, throw it on the TV on a Sunday. It's more like I won't sit there and watch it, but I'll kind of, like, have it on in the background and check in and out. Um, as far as teams go, huge L.A. Dodgers fan. It's like a, a regular conversation between Matt and I, although I just in general support the hometown team. So I'm all about L.A. for the most part. Um, so if it's not the Dodgers, I can get on board with Angels. Angels. Uh, for football, it's the Rams and the Chargers. Uh, hockey's weirdly more complicated. I'm more of a Ducks fan, not really a Kings fan. That's just from the time I lived in Anaheim when I got into hockey. All right, last question on us before we get into the good stuff. And this kind of is a transitional question. So, Matt, what is a movie title that you would use to describe yourself?
0: We'll go with... Speed. Any particular reason? I try not to go under fifty-five miles per hour.
1: <laughs> Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. I'm gonna go with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
0: Let's oh, go. Oh, Punch Drunk Love. I'm Punch Drunk Love. That's what I am.
1: Oh, okay, okay, all right. I like it from the same era.
0: There's a special rung in hell reserved for people who waste good scotch. Seeing as I may be rapping on the door momentarily. I must say, damn good stuff, sir.
1: All right, well, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Let's talk a little bit about some whiskey and some flicks. Now, with the show being called Whiskey Flicks, you can imagine we're going to be drinking plenty of whiskey. Now, I will preface that for this first episode, we're recording at a bit of an unusual time. It is in the morning. Uh, so we'll talk about we'll talk about some of our faves. Uh, so, Matt, what's your favorite drink?
0: Uh, you know, my favorite drink is probably a Jameson and Ginger Ale or a Jameson and Seven, just classic mm. whiskey and light soda. Um, I say Jameson, that's usually what I order, but I'll, you know... Any whiskey with seven ups good. Yeah. I like whiskey and ginger ale. It's a very, very, very delicious thing for me.
1: Nice. I'll second you on that because I've been drinking a ton of it, although I definitely have a, a different whiskey preference because uh, I tend to go more towards bourbons. Um, so I'll be doing bourbon and ginger ale. Lately, it's been uh, bullet and bullet and, and Canada Dry specifically uh, have been the big hit here. So how do you prefer your whiskey then? Do you prefer mixed or do you prefer straight on ice uh, shots?
0: I, that's such a ridiculous thing. Um, I'm way too old to be doing. Uh, but I, I, if I'm like in a social setting, I'll, I'll usually I'll mix drink on ice. If I'm drinking just whiskey, I prefer to do a shot, do a few of them, knock them out, boom, 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 and then just sit down and relax. So, you know, I don't like the chore of drinking as much as I like what the drink does to me. So
1: nice. I can appreciate that. I think I prefer to sip. Um, I don't usually do a lot of mix. I just have been lately. Um, but normally I'll just do like, you know, Bullet on the Rocks um, is a is a, a hit for me uh, more often than not. Just just keeping it simple. Cool. What would you say are your top three favorite whiskeys, whether they're brands or types?
0: Jameson, Bullets, and... Uh, probably uh, it's a tie between Woodford Reserve or Four Roses. Um, I'm, I, I enjoy bourbons. I drink bourbons more than I drink Irish whiskey. I just like
1: Jameson and ginger ale so much that that's my favorite drink. I mean, it's a good, it's a classic combo. That's a classic combo for sure. Um, I'm going to have a lot of overlap with your list. Um, and I love that we're both appreciating bourbons. I'm hoping to one day take a trip to bourbon country and go, uh, go visit Kentucky, um, to, to, check out some of those distilleries. I would also go with, these are in no particular order, but I would definitely have a bullet on my list. Uh, four roses is also one that I've been rocking a lot lately. What am I going to go for my third one? Actually, you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to, I know it's one that you had kind of a mixed experience with, but um, I'll give a shout out to like a smaller one. Uh, the Sonoma, Sonoma distillery that does the, uh, Cherrywood Smoked Bourbon. Uh, It was one of my favorites when I was living up in Northern California. I really enjoyed that one. I'll give a a not major brand name a shout out here.
0: Uh, I'm going to take Jameson off the list and I'm going to insert Knob Creek.
1: I almost forgot about Knob Creek. Is Knob Creek made by Jim Bean? (sighs) I was was nerding out this morning. I was literally, it's so funny because I was looking this morning at like the whiskey trail and they have Knob Creek on their website. So I'm like, wait, does Jim Bean make Knob Creek? They might be the distributor for Knob Creek. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, Well, before we wrap up our look at our favorite beverages, any uh, fun drinking stories you would care to share?
0: That's a, it's a it's a important distinction that fun drinking stories and care to share. Uh the care yes. to share part, very important. Um, me and my wife at the time, fiance, uh, I got pretty drunk in Vegas. And uh there's about a about a half hour of missing time on the strip that we're not sure of what exactly would happen. Um, and a cab ride that cost three times as much as it should have because I think we were passed out in the backseat. Um <laughs> so that was that was good times.
1: I'll I'll go ahead and do a Vegas story then too. I have a couple of I, I have a couple of interesting I used to go to Vegas at least like like three or four times a year. So I've got a couple of fun Vegas stories. I'll stick with uh, the time that I went there with a few friends. I think we were there for somebody's birthday. uh, And we decided it would be a great idea to spend an entire day walking the full length of the strip drinking everywhere we stopped. Uh, We started all the way down at the Luxor. We made it all the way down to the stratosphere and we were hammered, um, very, very drunk. We were not uh, able to walk back. It was a good, like, probably two in the morning by the time we made it down there. And again, all day drinking. So we, we also, caught a cab back this was pre uber days and i'm pretty sure we all thought we were going to die in that cab because the cab was definitely driving like way too fast um i'm 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 not really sure how we made it back to that hotel Let's talk a little bit about movies, give people a chance to get to know uh, our taste in movies. So we'll start with the first one. What would you say are your top five favorite movies of all time? Uh, In
0: no particular order, we'll go Forrest Gump.
1: My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
0: No Country for Old Men. Well, it's a mess, ain't it, Sheriff? If it ain't, it'll do till the mess gets here. We'll go... Four-year-old virgin.
1: <laughs> no! Kelly Clarkson!
0: Die Hard, the original. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy?
1: Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker.
0: About time.
1: Do you want to know the big
0: secret, or would you rather find it out for yourself like I did? which is on the list, and that's
1: fine. Nice. Um, I'm gonna go with, I think all of mine are on the list too, actually. So I'll go with, uh, they're they're really in no particular order except for the first one, Pulp Fiction, which is my all-time favorite movie. What country are you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English in what? What? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Back to the Future. 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! (laughs) Great Scott! Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Look, your brother the star. The Big Lebowski. Yeah, well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Jurassic Park for number five.
0: I'm I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Hold well done
1: well done. that'll work. <laughs> I was not mentally prepared for that. Ask me to do my top five again; they won't be the same five movies. Uh, Matt, do you have a favorite movie genre?
0: Yeah, I think just because it's easier, uh, comedy is just an easier, lighter. You, can, it's never like okay, I'm in a good mood, I better not watch a comedy. Whereas, like sometimes if I'm in a shitty mood, like watching a drama is just not gonna do anything for anybody. So I'll go, I'll go comedy. I, I, I like movies of all genres, but comedy is probably the easiest one to like jump into at any point in time.
1: That's fair. So you're telling me you won't like pop on marriage story if you're having like a rough day?
0: No, I won't watch that movie. I have not seen that movie. I have heard that if you're married, don't watch that movie. I'm good. I'm going to stay away from it.
1: I'm going to go with horror. I'm not always necessarily in the mood to watch horror, but it's the only genre I can think of where I am not a discerning viewer. I will watch any horror movie that somebody puts in front of me. I don't know what that says about me, uh, but it's the only genre where I won't be like, wait, who's in this? What is it about? I'll be like, eh. At the very least, I'm sure it'll be 90 minutes of entertainment.
0: <laughs> You're not the guy that like tries to convince people that snuff films are somewhat artistic. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not. I also, I also hate that. I mean, I guess uh, I, I don't know where it fits into the conversation, but I hate that I've, I was reading this in a book the other day. It got uh, that faces of death gets incorporated into the conversation around horror, and I think <laughs> that's a awful, terrible movie. I don't think there's any redeeming qualities to it. Uh, So what would you say draws you most to a movie? Is it the acting? Is it the writing? Directing? Something else?
0: It's usually a combination of the director and the actor. Whatever the star is, there's certain directors and actors that I um, uh, tend to gravitate to. Or casts, I guess. Like, I'm a sucker for a really good cast. Um, I found movies that really aren't that good that had a good cast where I'm like, okay, I enjoy the people in it enough to enjoy the movie even though the movie might have Uh, Fallen flat, but yeah, I'm I'm sucker for good cast. But directors also are a huge pull. So
1: I I I'll agree with you on that one. I definitely think a cat. I mean, the cast obviously gets the most face time. Um, I do have all my favorite directors that I follow. I do think writers are kind of like the unsung heroes. So you know, being able to kind of give the writers some love, I think a, a well crafted story is important.
0: I think a good a good for me is like. Because they'll, you know, whenever they add, you know, advertise for movies, they'll say from the writer of blank from the director of Mm -hmm. and like whenever that makes sense. You're like, okay, I'm into this, like from the casting director, like, "Mm, I don't know, from the producer of well, like just because he produced a good movie doesn't mean he's going to produce future good movies. Like depending on the producer credit, he might have little to nothing to do with that movie other than maybe a little money. (laughs) And that's not it. So (laughs) that's Um, fair so yeah, when it's like the writer of I'm like, okay, if they wrote that movie, chances are I'll enjoy this one.
1: Yeah, and half the time if it's like, oh, produced by this or I love the new one lately that's like from the studio that brought you, I'm like that's a reach. Yeah, exactly from the, that's like saying from the city
0: that brought you Banning, like Banning, because one person that came out of Banning, California is a doctor may I (laughs) but a lot of them went to prison, so what are
1: we doing here? What are we talking about? Literally, you would have you would have every Warner Brothers movie that would just start out their trailer with like from the studio that brought you Citizen Kane. It's like, okay, bro, not every movie Citizen Kane. Calm down. Yeah,
0: from the from the studio that brought you Citizen Kane comes a story, of Space Jam Seven. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a good warning. If the, if the advertisement for that movie is that from the studio that brought you, chances are it's going to be a shit film.
1: <laughs> that's probably the best level that they could get to sign off on that use, right? Correct. They couldn't get the writers or the directors of any of those movies to like, well, it's from the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Do you tend to enjoy more of the like awards serious type movies? Or are you bigger on like fun popcorn type
0: fun popcorn movies i at least in this era of my life i don't have the time that i used to have to to devote to movies i used to be all into like seeing every movie that was nominated for best picture i used to be deep down that rabbit hole now i'm more of like okay i've got about 90 i used to love long movies like i used to be like oh man get how long is this movie three hours i love the actor sign me up for three hours of leo Now it's like, like I've got an hour and a half before bedtime is really something I need to consider. So I'm definitely more of like, I like the under two hours, popcorn, quick hit, quick entertaining. movies. Now
1: I'm definitely in that boat too. I feel like awards movies have their place. And I know we do have some serious movies on on our list that we're going to talk about. But I'm definitely like, I don't keep up with the like, here's the 10 best picture nominees. I'll watch like who won, right? Um, And any other ones that look interesting to me. But I'm much more about like, let me throw on something entertaining. So cool. So we're talking about the good stuff. Let's talk about the bad stuff. Matt, what is the worst movie you've ever watched?
0: That's a tough one. The worst movie I have ever watched. I've seen so many not good (laughs) films that it's like, you know what? I'm going to it's probably some of the ones that like they made you made me watch for film classes that are these quote unquote iconic movies um, and maybe this will get us cancelled by movie fandom, like at least the elite <laughs> movie fandom, but like... By,
1: fi- by film snobs?
0: <laughs> yes, by film snobs. Um, the Color of Pomegranates is the most dumb movie I've ever seen. Did not... you like The Color of Pomegranates? I've never heard of it. Oh, man. It's... The Color of Pomegranates came out in 1969. It is considered a drama experimental film that's an hour and 19 minutes. has a 94% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Screw off, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, this avant-garde <laughs> film by Russian director Sergei Parajanov depicts the life of Reverend, the 18th century American poet musician, Sayat Nova, portraying events of the life and artist form. I just, it's not. I'm just not artistic enough to enjoy this movie. I think.
1: I think that... No, I'm with you. I do remember, actually, now that I think about it, I took a class in in college where we did get into more of the experimental films. I think I just blacked it out of my brain. Uh, we didn't watch that one, but I definitely remember it being like a visual art uh, type thing where we got into some pretty uh, experimental. We actually got to make some experimental films. That was far more fun because, like, shit didn't have to make sense. That was way more fun than watching them. Making them was wildly entertaining, so maybe that's why they made them. Like, they're just trying to entertain themselves and say, fuck all to everybody else.
0: Yeah, and if I was going to say, like newer like maybe like a newer movie that i think is just is is hot garbage there's there's so many of them that sylvester stallone and those those crazy action movies that were all hyped up like the expendables expendables too. yeah i just can't i never got i love a good ex- dumb action movie i just can't do those it's just
1: i never really got on board with the expendables because i didn't know if they were like supposed to be because like, it's it satire is it like played straight like i didn't it's really satire
0: but even like it, it almost is like a set a movie set of a satire that maybe not all the people in it are convinced that it's supposed to be satire <laughs> they like don't maybe know that a couple it's... of them are trying to hold on to the glory days yeah. and like, not everyone's I, on I know the this joke. is a joke but like what if i'm really good in it
1: is it still a joke <laughs> with the with the pseudo sliced alone impression it would if it's a joke i like it <laughs> it was just making a joke. I will go with so I'm going to I'm going to keep this really clean and easy for me because I'm going to I'm going to do the only movie that I've ever walked out of in a movie theater. Um I am really diligent about no matter how much I dislike a movie, I paid for it and I'm going to stay with it. Um there's only one movie I've ever walked out of in the theater and it's a film called The Beach uh with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. How dare you? Um, I mean, how dare you? I, I it gets weird at the end, it. but I like that movie. No, I did. I I, Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it, but I did not have When he does the drugs and
0: it does like the video game sequence, you're like, this is (laughs) too much. How did did this get made? How did this like, how did they okay these (laughs) scenes? I'm with you there. I get it. But like, there's some aspects
1: of that movie that are redeemable. I don't know. I'm about to, am I about to get canceled by my co-host? Actually, I probably could if I share, if I share my number two, because my number two is the only movie that i ever inappropriately laughed at in a movie theater and it's the movie castaway uh yeah i think Castaway's an okay movie i am
0: it's whatever which part did you inappropriate when wilson when he's yelling at a fucking yeah
1: when he's yelling wilson after the volleyball i laughed and i got a bunch of like really evil stares
0: <laughs> well it's a volleyball i understand <laughs> yes. that he has an emotional connection to it but like
1: yep how is that not funny but it's a, oh it's hilarious It was hilarious like the fact that he was so connected to it was very funny to me i was unintentional. They're like tom hanks is such a concerned. good actor
0: i think we can trick the audience into caring about a volleyball
1: look tom hanks definitely does comedy right i mean like how am i supposed to know i don't know
0: well uh, the previous okay. i don't know hour and 45 <laughs> minutes of that movie
1: is none of it setting up comedy but yeah i get it i mean maybe it's you know it's fine <laughs> Uh, all right. We talked about this a little bit earlier. I made a reference to this, but do you believe that there is such a thing as a movie that is so bad that it's in fact good? Yes. Yes. you have an Here's example what, one you like? Most Nicolas Cage movies. Um, Con oh, Air. Yes. Yes. Con Air. Con
0: is a bad movie, but it's so bad that it's good. 100%. Again, the cast saves it. Call me Johnny 69. If they knew the real number, it's like, oh, this is horrible. But,
1: <laughs> Dan- but it's Danny Trejo delivering the line. So you're like,
0: All right.
1: You just pointed out that there's like kind of a, a recipe for some of that, right? Because you had Danny Trejo, who was, I, I love Machete, a um, ton of fun, Nicolas Cage and Michael Bay. That's a pretty solid recipe for the um, rock? for that type of entertainment. The Rock, another good one. I think The Rock's on our list, actually. I think we're going to do The Rock at some is. point. But um, like, if you break if you it down, Conner, like, one of those.
0: it's so bad that's good like mm-hmm. some of the some some of the dial but it's like it's ed helms delivering these what i would argue are poorly <laughs> written lines like, you stand down marine it's like oh
1: <laughs> i will go with kind of the mainstay for me if so bad that it's good uh, which is the room have you ever seen the room mm-hmm. yeah have yes. you what did you think of it <laughs>
0: Uh, that it was so bad that it might just be bad. But I do see where there's like some redemption and like the possibly good.
1: It's not over. Everybody betrayed me. I fed up with this world. So anybody who is iffy on the room, I recommend the same thing to everybody. Go see it in a theater with people. It's a shout along movie and it's an interactive movie like Rocky Horror and it will change your perspective on that movie. If you watch it at home by yourself, sober, you, you've definitely done that movie wrong. But under uh, under any of those other circumstances, you're good. Did I say Ed Helms was in The Rock? You did. I I just kind of went with Ed Harris.
0: Ed Harris. (laughs) There are certain things that if we're going to be doing a movie podcast that are unforgivable. (laughs) And calling Ed Harris Ed Helms is definitely (laughs)
1: They're definitely not. I've been watching a lot of Office
0: recently. Like a lot of Office.
1: See, now I'm extrapolating that. And what if like Ed Helms was in other Ed Harris movies? Like, could you imagine if it was Ed Helms in Apollo 13? I can see it. (laughs) I, I don't think it would be I don't think it'd be quite the same. There'd be a lot of like the knowing glances at Helms at Westwood. <laughs> oh, <God>. Probably not <laughs> as good. Probably not as good. Uh, well, let's wrap up our look at movies. What's the most fun you've ever had watching a movie? Most entertaining experience.
0: Dark Night opening
1: night. Ooh, yeah. Max
0: Irvine Spectrum. They like decorated the movie
1: theater to look like Gotham as you
0: walk through. They, like it was fun. It's a good time.
1: I will also go with, uh, I feel like it's is a theme because maybe it's just the crowds that go to these make them fun, but I'll say Avengers Endgame uh, because I also got to see that on opening night and I don't know if I've ever heard an audience be that loud. So a little bit on our taste in movies, right? Kind of get to know uh, what you're in for when it comes to our, our, our movie chatter here. Uh, so now let's talk about another big thing for both of us that we're both really into, which of course is music and music will be uh, a really important part uh, of this podcast.
0: Who's in here. In here, that's the beauty of music they can't get that from you
1: we'll start with uh, Desert Island Records so if you could pick only one record to listen to while you're stuck on a desert island what would that record be?
0: so it, it's not even from my favorite band I'm not actually even a huge fan of this Same. band but uh, Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park is just so equal parts nostalgic and like awesome, then I would probably take that one. And I'm not even a big Linkin Park fan. I don't like most of what they've put out since then. But uh, that album is in the pantheon for best of that, records of all time for me.
1: It is. Did you know? So that song, that album has 12 songs on it. Did you know that seven of them were singles? Yes. Like almost yes, that whole saying. record was singles. Like, the that's, other, so, that's the other five except good. for like the Mr. Han
0: could have also been
1: singles. Totally. It's a very, it's a very strong opening record. I would also argue that their second record, Meteor, is really good. You might have noticed I got really excited when you when you mentioned that it's that your Desert Island record is not from one of your favorite bands because mine isn't either. Um, I would actually go with and this might be a little, uh, I don't know, too on the nose, but um, I would actually go with Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. I just think it's a really interesting record sonically to like listen to. Like I could just put on headphones and listen to that album on repeat forever and like find something new and hear like something new in the space. Um, I don't know. It's just one that's like, I I never tire of that record. Uh, All right. So like, let's talk about the flip side of that then. So you talked about how those aren't your favorite artists. So who are some of your favorite artists? I'm sure it's a long list, but give us, give us a few. It's a long list, the abridged version.
0: Um, So we'll, we'll say, you know, brand new taking back Sunday, J Cole, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. uh, (laughs) Kendrick um, Lamar straight from Dublin. I don't know why that's fun to me, but I do it all the time. It's a lot of fun for me. Like um, those hit the hit the mainstays of what's on my plate: Modest Mouse, Manchester Orchestra. Really. I
1: like it. Uh, my all-time uh, is definitely uh, Alkaline Trio would definitely be my number one, um, which I know you well know. Um, I'll add in a few others. I'll also give Taking Back Sunday a shout out. Taking Back Sunday was actually the first uh, concert that you and I ever went to together, so there's a nice little musical overlap there. I don't know. I, I've, I gravitated towards a lot of the bands that I grew up kind of in and around like the punk and emo scene. So like going to, stu- going to see them live. So like Newfound Glory is really enjoyable to me. Um, I also really like uh, Brand New. Brand New's a lot of fun. I grew up on Blink-182. I still listen to a lot of that same stuff. Um, I'm also a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. Yeah, I dig, I'm i digging a lot of different stuff lately. Uh, what would you say are some of your, I kind of just gave away mine. My favorite style is kind of more that emo pop punk with a little bit of you know hip hop in the mix. Any favorite genres you're into? Everything but
0: country, and then I will also listen to some country, but I don't purposely go seek it. Pretty much everything, man. Everything from opera music to classical to J. Hole, even to some, I, I can't, some of the newer hip, like trap hip hop. I can't really get on board with, but if yep. it's on, I'm not. I don't hate it, but I, mean, I don't. I, it's not in my iTunes library, I guess. Is what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Well, it's good that we have kind of like diverse taste because we are going to be kind of soundtracking this podcast with some of these favorites. So anything you've had on repeat lately?
0: Um, yeah, uh, I've had a lot of J. Cole, Kid Cudi on recently. Um, I've been kind of going back to some of the albums like I like a lot, like Forest Hills Drive, uh, Man on the Moon.
1: Well, I've been listening to a, a stupid amount of Manchester Orchestra, so I got to give Matt some props for this because I, I had listened to them more casually, but we're, we're actually going to go check them out uh, in LA uh, early next year. And so I wanted to get to know them better and i've been listening to them pretty much non-stop ever since like i haven't even told you this matt but i went I, I went in and did a poll of my uh apple music replay right the end of year like top listens um and it already made it into my top five bands of the year despite the fact that i just barely started giving month. it heavy rotation Shit. so that's how heavy the rotation is is it corrupted my full my full year results yeah <laughs> So, a little bit about movies, a little bit about music. We're gonna close it out with some fun because we wanna have fun on this podcast. Uh, So, first, we'll start with a little uh, Fuck Mary Kill, good way to get to know it. Of course, kind of indicated that this show is all about whiskey, flicks, and music. So, that's gonna be our Fuck Mary Kill. So, Matt, uh, between whiskey, flicks, and music, what are you fucking, what are you marrying, what are you killing?
0: Marrying music. Fucking movies. I'm killing whiskey. As much as I enjoy whiskey, I think uh, that's one of the three that, like, if I were to quit, my life would probably get better. <laughs> like, I, like, you know, I'm i I'm a functional alcoholic at some aspects of my life. So, if that was the thing that was no longer there, I probably would be in good shape. <laughs>
1: That's, that's a fair point Mo- moderation is key moderation is key um, I actually have almost a similar setup I'm marrying movies flicks um, just because I love movies my relationship with movies has been since I was very 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 young um, I'm fucking music I think it's just because I, I move around a lot as indicated by my like complete life takeover of Manchester Orchestra I'm always kind of you know shuffling around a little bit so I'm I have a casual a, a casual but frequent relationship with music uh, and I'm killing whiskey too because yeah if I didn't have it around I mean bummer but not the end of the world uh, so, Matt, would you rather be drunk all the time or never be able to get drunk again?
0: I will say the buzzed side of drunk all the time. Not the, like, drunk throwing up
1: side all the time,
0: mm-hmm. but, like, the the right after the first few drinks hits buzzed drunk all the time. I'll take that. That's a fun feeling.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll allow that. I'll double up on that. I think that, yeah, that's probably a good... Because, I mean, yeah, the idea that I could never... I have so many, like... For, for, for all of, you know, whatever bad memories I have to your point of getting like too drunk, I also have a lot of really fun memories of like fun gatherings and celebrations and cutting loose and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'll go with buzzed, buzzed all the time. All right, last question, Matt. Would you rather have a movie made about your life or have your life be just like a movie? Ooh, a movie made about my life. I like it, who would play you?
0: I would say a young Philip Seymour Hoffman,
1: R.I.P. Um, I will also go with movie made about my life. I don't think my life is interesting enough to have a movie made about it, but I don't know. Like, I feel like life life be like a movie carries with it the connotation that there's like, you know, a general unhappiness. Like I wish my life was better. And I don't, I don't feel like that's true. I feel like uh, <laughs> I don't want it to be like more perfect. I kind of like the, you know, warts and all aspect of life. Who's playing you? I'm gonna be really kind to myself and I'm gonna say I'm casting Chris Evans as me.
0: Yeah, i have watch that movie.
1: I'd watch that movie too. <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd, watch, I'd watch Chris Evans do Man, Chris Evans is great in everything. Uh, I know he gets a lot of love for Captain America, but shout out Knives Out.
0: There's nothing else. Just us. And the cameras. And those wonderful people out there in the dark. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up.
1: So hopefully you got a chance to know a little bit more about us and also what's in store for you by listening to future episodes of Whiskey Flick. So thanks all of you guys for tuning in and checking it out. You know, first episode. Uh, but we're really, really excited to get this started. So what's next? We're going to be back in your feed in a couple of weeks with our first actual episode of Whiskey Flick. And specifically, our first movie we're going to be talking about, we're going to be paying a visit to Nakatomi Plaza uh, with the Bruce Willis holiday classic. We've talked about it a couple of times. Matt's brought it up a, a little bit on this podcast. We are getting into die hard in our first episode uh matt i don't know about you but i'm pretty excited to talk about diehard
0: all i can say to the people listening to this welcome to the party pal
1: yes yes We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So in the meantime, guys, uh, please check out Whiskey Flick Pod on all the different socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, because we want you to join the conversation with us. We're going to be throwing things out there like polls. We're going to be posting about the movies. We're going to be throwing all kinds of content out there. We would love for you to join and be a part of this conversation. We're going to be looking to pull some of that into the show so that you guys can, again, be a part of Whiskey Flick uh, and join in the fun. Uh, Matt, any final thoughts before we wrap up or anything else you want to plug? Uh, Yeah, definitely
0: want to shout out other podcasts that one that I co-hosted, one that I free Frequent on then you also frequent on uh, is the Fifty Eight West King podcast, fantasy football podcast. We've got about one hundred and thirty four episodes out now. Um, yeah, me and my buddy Tony, we talk about our fantasy football league. We talk about football, and we uh, we do some bullshitting. And then also um, our buddy Nate Moliné has a podcast called Taco Court. Fantasy football podcast that is also both available. We're all podcasts available. Uh, he does a great job of doing some football stuff, doing some you know bullshitting.
1: Check out those great podcasts and give some love to Matt, Tony, and Nate uh, with the Fifty Eight West King and Taco Court pods. Um, and thanks again to all of you for checking out Whiskey Flicks. So again, we're going to be back in your feeds here in a couple of weeks with Die Hard. Super excited uh, to get into that. And until then, keep the whiskey flowing and the flicks going. We'll see you next time.
0: As long as there is whiskey